Thank you for joining us for this week's message from the First Christian Church in Great Bend, Kansas. Each week we share thought-provoking and life-changing teachings on topics that are important and relevant to you in your life. We hope that you will be encouraged by our weekly podcast and will tune in regularly. Now let's join the First Christian Church of Great Bend for this week's message. So how amazing is it that really for the first time in a long time, since I've been here, um, and that's been eight years you guys have been putting up with me, uh, that on a Sunday morning we have gotten together as the whole church family to worship together as one body. Anybody else blown away by that? Yeah. Anyone else kind of excited to see those brothers from another mother and sisters from a different mister you didn't even know you had? Anyone blown away by how many people show up and worship here on a Sunday morning? We have four different services, and this is what it looks like when we pack everybody together, which I think is amazing. But most importantly, how many of you guys are ready after this service, after I'm done up here, to stuff your faces with some turkey? And then go home for one of the best naps of the year. Anybody? Can I get an amen? Amen. (laughs) All right, so now that I got all of you together in the same room, uh, at least paying attention for the moment, we need to have a family meeting. That's right. We need to have one of those come to Jesus meetings where we gather together the whole family and talk about some very important yet difficult things regarding the church. And the things we need to talk about today are what we are doing, why we are doing it, and why this is best not only for this church, but also for a whole other, for a whole lot of other churches. Again, what we are doing, why we are doing it, and why it's best for not only this church, but for a whole lot of other churches. So what do you guys think? You want to get uncomfortable before we go eat? (laughs) Yep. All right. Well, ready or not. The place we begin when talking about what we're doing and why we are doing it is with the state of American Christianity. And all because what's going on when it comes to the church is the church is shrinking. Or since about the mid to early 70s, churches across the United States of America basically stopped growing and started this long, gradual process of decline. Now, of course, you're going to run into some anomalies in this trend. You're going to find some churches that are doing very well, and things are going good. But even though that's the case, the big picture clearly shows us that the American church is bleeding members at an alarming rate. Or to give you some perspective on this predicament that we find ourselves in, let me share with you some shocking statistics from our own denomination along with what's going on in other traditions as well, because this is, this is throughout the United States of America. So, in the year 2017, the Christian Church Disciples of Christ in the United States and Canada reported they had a membership of a little more than 411,000 people. And on first blush, you're like, oh, that sounds pretty good. That's like half a million people. But what makes that number seem a whole lot less impressive is that in 2007, or just 10 years before, our church had a membership of around 689,000 members. Which means in a 10-year period, we have lost nearly 280,000 members. Then when you compare 2017, that particular number, to 2020, you'll find more of the same. 
We are now down to 350,000 members, which means in the last three years alone, we have lost another 60,000 members. Then in our region, which includes all of the disciples' churches in the state of Kansas, except for the Kansas City area, you will find the same trend. In 2005, the the reported membership was 32,948, which sounds absolutely amazing. But what happens when you compare that number with the reported membership in 2020? As you will find in the last 15 years, the Kansas region has lost more than half of its membership. To be exact, we have lost 17,351 members, and we now are at 15,597. Which, by the way, is a trend that if it continues, means there is no more Christian church disciples of Christ in the state of Kansas in less than 20 years. Did you hear that? There will be no more churches. There will be no more disciples churches in the state of Kansas in less than 20 years if this trend continues. That is the predicament we face. This is also the same trend that you're going to find in the Presbyterian Church USA, who has seen its membership decline by more than 1 million members in less than two decades, going from 2.5 million in 2000 to 1.4 in 2017. In the Episcopal Church, membership has dropped from approximately 2.2 million members to fewer than 1.8 million members at that same time. And even in the Southern Baptist Church, which is the largest Protestant denomination in the United States, it has gone from 16.3 million members in 2006 to less than 14.5 million, which is a decline of 1.8 million people. So whether you like it or not, or comfortable with it or not, the harsh reality in the United States of America is that the church is shrinking even getting to the point for the first time in the history of our country. There are more people who don't attend church than who do. And it's a trend that doesn't show any signs of slowing down anytime soon. In fact, it looks like it's going to get a whole lot worse before it gets any better. Or that's the reality we face. Now, the reasons for this decline are many. Things like in affluent countries where life is good and people are comfortable, people tend not to come to church, right? They don't have to. They're not scared of anything. Everything's going good. You have the busyness of schedules, right? So women um, back in the day didn't work as much. Now they're working more and more, and so it makes it harder on families. You have kids' activities. I have a kid, and I don't have any time whatsoever, right? I mean, it's just what we face these days. Then you have the pluralism of our society with many people being exposed to different ways to think about and participate in the divine, along with this trend of individual religion that says, and it's not right, but it says that you can have Jesus, you can be spiritual without belonging to a church, without being a part of a community. But the trend that I continue to run up against that also plays a significant part in the decline of American Christianity, which we can actually do something about in response to all the other trends, or at least we can try, is that there's a whole lot of churches that have not been willing to adapt and adjust to meet people where they are. There's a lot of churches that are expecting people just to come and do what they do and not meeting people where they are. In fact, when you look across the landscape of the United States, you will find 
that most churches have changed very little in the last 50 years. So much so that in our society today, one of the only places where things are still the same is in a church. Or for those of you who are a bit more seasoned, you guys know what I mean by seasoned? (laughs) Really? How much has the church changed since you were a kid? Yeah, there's been some changes here or there, but for the most part, it's still the same. It's still the same. Now, in one sense, and you really need to hear this, in one sense, this is actually a beautiful thing. Because for millions and millions of people, this way of doing church has helped and continues to help them worship, serve, and connect with God in life-transforming ways. Or for millions of people, when the pipe organ fires up playing their old favorite hymns like Amazing Grace and the Old Rugged Cross, something happens as they sing those songs in that style that helps them to connect and be transformed by the Spirit of God who shows up in this place when we sing, which is a way of worship that is just as powerful today as it was back in the day for millions and millions of people. So again, this is an absolutely beautiful thing. I don't care what anyone says. But, and this is a big but, because the world has changed so much in the last 50 to 100 years, in fact, the world has changed more in the last 50 years than at any point in the history of the world, for many of the younger generations, for for many who have a different sensibility, this way of worshiping God doesn't help them connect. It doesn't help them enter into the presence of God. Because for them, when the pipe organ fires up playing one of those old powerful hymns that move so many people, they're not moved or connected. No, oftentimes they're reminded of a funeral. Or when you think about it, the one place in our society today that's similar to what happens at a church, and if you've never been to church before, but you've been to a funeral, that's what it reminds them of. But on the flip side of that, for many, when the guitars and drums and pianos fire up playing songs like Reckless Love, Waymaker, or even those old hymns being played in a new way. In the same way, many in the older generation are moved as their favorite hymns are played. The younger generation is moved to their core as God uses that music, that style, to meet those people where they are so they can not only be connected, but so they can be transformed and have a relationship with God, which is just as beautiful. So for me, What's most important when it comes to worshiping God or when it comes to connecting with God in life-transforming ways is not the style of music or the style of church that's being used. You know, the most important thing is that people are actually connecting to and living in relationship with God. That's what matters. Anyone else think the same? Doesn't that sound pretty simple? Well, all of that is why we as the First Christian Church of Great Bend, Kansas, are all about having our cake and eating it too. They say you're not, you can't have it and eat it too. We're doing it. We're actually doing it. In that, in response to the decline that is happening across our country, which is something that's even affected this church, whether you're aware of it or not, we have become and will continue to be a congregation that is all about meeting people where they are. Or as Paul put it, I become all things to all people that I might by all means save some. 
I do it for the sake of the gospel so that I may share in its blessings. Or like Paul, we are becoming a people, a church, that is trying to be all things to all people so that we may save some, which we do first of all by continuing what this church has done for hundreds of years. Right? This traditional style is absolutely amazing. I can't get enough of it. Now, when I was younger, I didn't understand it, but now I get it. Now it's some of the most beautiful music on the planet. And so we do that, and we do that well, and we celebrate that, and we're getting better and better. While at the same time, we have adapted to our changing world by creating a modern worship service, which now is two services to attract and reach out to the over 8,000 people in our area that don't know Christ or belong to this church. The result being, this is the coolest part. We are not only the biggest disciples church in the Kansas region, we're also one of the 100 biggest disciples churches in our denomination, and we're also one of the fastest growing churches in our denomination as well. Come on now. Which, by the way, we are doing in a place where experts say it's not supposed to happen. Do you guys realize we live in the middle of nowhere, Kansas? <laughs> right? And we are doing it in the midst of a pandemic. But what excites me even more than all of that, and that just blows me away that God lets me be a part of something like that, is that what we're doing here is we're creating a paradigm. We're creating a new way to do church. We're, we're creating a way for formal churches that are having a hard time, that want, want to continue to hold on to their stuff, to not only keep their stuff, to, you know, to eat their, or to have their cake, but to eat it too. That's what we're doing here. That's what we want to show everybody. Because if we can do it here in the middle of nowhere, Kansas, this can be done anywhere. Or we're showing people that it's possible that churches can actually keep what they've been doing, what they love, while creating something new at the same time that reaches out to the younger generations. And then bringing everybody together. What do you think we're doing this morning, right? Bringing everybody together so that connections can be made. The older generation needs the younger generation. The younger generation needs the older generation. And what we're seeing in churches today is the older generations are over here and the younger generations are over here. No, no, we need to come together. There is wisdom. There is wisdom that we need to learn from the older generations. They've been there, done that, and bought the t-shirt. We need that, <laughs> right? And the younger generations, they have life and energy and they have new ways of thinking that the older generation need to run from. And instead of fighting one another, what we've got to do as a congregation we got to come together. we got to figure this thing out together. Well, that, my friends, is what we have done, why we have done it, and why it's not only what's best for us, but it's what's best for a whole lot of other churches. It is my hope that not only will we continue to thrive doing what we're doing here, but it is my hope that we can take this and show this to a whole lot of other struggling churches out there. In fact, I, there's one church in Missouri that's talked to me about some of this stuff that is doing some of this same stuff that is now thriving. There's another church in Kansas City that I just got a call from. We get more and more. And so our goal is to continue to do what we do and do well. And you're not supposed to be able to do it. 
but not just for our own benefit, but to take it and to show it to the world. So this decline, this, this thing that is going on in the country, we can at least put a dent in it. So now the question becomes, you guys want to join me? Doesn't that sound amazing? Yeah, let's show the world that out here in the middle of Great Bend, Kansas, in the middle of nowhere, Kansas, we can do some great things if God shows up. Let us pray. Father, we come to you this morning and we are so grateful to have everybody in the same place. We're so grateful for all that you're doing in this church. Um, Experts say it couldn't be done, but here we are doing it. And it's because our people are so faithful. It's because of the way we've gone about things. We're just grateful. So Lord, meet us here again. Help us all to catch this vision. Help us truly become a church that not only thrives and reaches out to this community, but help us to become a light to so many other churches to show them that you really can have your cake and eat it too. Lord, we ask this all in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. You are invited back next week for another life-changing message from the First Christian Church of Great Bend, Kansas. Please check out our website at www.fccgbk.com. That's fccgbk.com. May you have a blessed week.